listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, good evening. I have to shout a little bit because I'm getting old. And uh, I don't want to squeak. I want to speak. And so I have a program for you tonight. It's part part physics and part metaphysics. And the physics isn't what you think it is. It's the physics of what you are. I keep saying over and over again, and I will say it till the day I die, that human beings are not fit to use emotion as a driving force. In other words, we shouldn't have any emotions at all. Your little children, when they come into the world, they don't have any angers and upsets and annoyances. Not if you have a a decent parent, but then we need to define what a decent parent is because what mama thinks that is decent may be too much love. In other words, there's something missing in her that they're going to get from the kids' love, and therefore they do that. They love their children and hoping the children would love them. And that's a swap, and one person becomes a slave, and what the other, another kid will run away, feeling the pressure to give part of himself to his mother, etc., etc. That's just a simple concept. Now, I've been listening to the news, and all I hear is blabber. Excuse the expression. Blabber, 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 blabber. And what do you think, Joe Smith? And what do you see? What do you think, Mr. Schmegeggy? It's all giving, everybody's giving thoughts, and then nothing ever comes to anything. There is a way to overcome the overcomer without being overcome. Let me say that again. There's a way how to deal with evil in people. Not all people are evil. If they are evil, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In other words, your parents do not know that they've inherited their parents, and their parents inherited their parents. And it goes all the way back. Multiply over and over again exponentially, and you see the whole world have behaviors related to the culture and not to God. Did you hear what I said? Your emotions take you away from your Creator. Then you may say to me, what a jerk I am. Everybody has emotion. You're just hiding. No. Uh, no, It's not true. I say that if you could find what, what Jesus said, become perfect as your Father in heaven. In I need to re- resort to the Bible every now and then because it's worth it. You need to read behind the words. You need to be aware 
And you can't be aware in the purest sense unless you drop emotion. And, and, and if you're willing to drop emotion, it means you're willing to give up your, your, how can I find the word? Your loyalty to the world. Emotions tie you to the world. And so that when you come into the world, the world comes into you beginning with your parents. And it goes all the way back. And, and, and some of us try to be decent. And we do hard, we work hard to be decent. But we don't know what decent is. We want to be good. But we don't know what good is. Do you know what good is? I have to shout. Because I'm getting old. But I'm not getting moldy like most of you. I'm sorry. Nearly every person listening to me to varying degrees are not themselves. They're not serving God. They may think they are. They may mumble all kinds of religious words. Everybody has a different religion. There's thousands of different religions. Why is that? Because they're not really religions. They're just supporting what's wrong with you. There's what's wrong with you is you're tied. You're overcome when you come into the world. You, the world comes into you. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Now, you see how history repeats itself. Civil war. War. Civil war. War. Appeasing. Oh, hope we get... Don't have to. We don't have to have a. We don't have to have a war. Just be nice to our bullies. Just be nice to our bullies. I'm just saying that, so you understand. It's called appeasement. And America is in the state of appeasement. And there are people who rise to the occasion to encourage you to to be an appeaser, and and that looks like love, and you can have a. a a person who is a, a political person, and you can have a, a your preacher who tells you that what love is, and he doesn't know what love is. The knowledge of good is evil, and the knowledge of evil is evil. Do you understand that love, as far as you're concerned, is, guess what? It's an appeasement. You are empty. 
and there's something in you that wants to, to, to yield itself, which it calls love, in the hope of being looked at in a, in a good light. But there's not a good light. You, you, we need a good light, and that's what I want us to talk to you about, if I can get it. We can stop wars. I can show you how you can stop wars. I can't do this by myself, but in America, uh, the beautiful thing of America, until we, until we lose it, we're about to lose it, because the original Obama person is an appeaser. He understood your desire to get to have pleasures and sex and do all the things that you shouldn't do, see, because nearly everybody is empty of something, and you either go to church and, and get lots of words, but those, those are words that are not going to help you. The knowledge of good is evil. The knowledge of it, you need to understand it. What does it mean? This is what I want to try to tell you. There's something behind words. There's a spirit behind words. And there's a good spirit behind the words. But you have never, ever experienced the good spirit behind the words. Because, the, you, because you, you've learned, the, let's assume, that you have studied the, the Bible and you know all the words in it. So does Satan. Get it? So does the the, the, the minister. You got you got two thousand churches, and every church has a different point of view as far as what they're reading. Or you can just take the reading and be and put it to memory, and you put it to memory, and you can stand on the stage. I think, who was it that said all the world's a stage and men and women really actors? That's you. You do not know what love is. You can't give love. You haven't got it. Now, I'm going to talk to you about what love is, and I'm going to take you on a journey. Are you ready for this? Okay. Let me ask you a question. How long are you going to live? All right, let me try another thing. Do you think, can you understand that everything on this, in, in the universe is being fed? In other words, the whole universe has to be fed like a balloon. If you don't blow into the balloon and keep blowing into the balloon, a balloon until you reach its its extension. But what if it is not a balloon? What if it's the universe? And and if you look carefully at the universe, it is expanding forever. It's something is. Something is blowing it up. Something is breathing into it. 
to use a, a, a term. Would you, would, you, would you agree with me that whatever it is that is causing the universe to have the, the, um, the temperature of the universe is all the same while it's expanding? What does it tell you that? What does you see about that? The universe, they've just discovered it many years ago, that the temperature of the universe remains the same while it's expanding. Now, something is feeding a force, a power, is breathing the universe into existence. How many people could fight against that? Where are the scientists? How can the universe have an, a temperature that's even while it's expanding? Where is the person who's providing all that energy? Blowing it up like the balloon that never stops growing. Am I correct? Now, if you look at flowers and trees and, and bees, look at everything that's growing. Look at the sun. It, it stays on, up there for billions of years. And the, if, the, is it, if it goes out and explodes, it turns into something else. And, and, and new, 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 new suns keep coming into existence and sustained and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and blowing up again. And then those pieces become other parts of other things. In other words, all of what I said, and God knows how far you can go all the life, all the life force, the creatures, everything that crawls on the earth and in the sea, it all needs energy to exist. Correct? And, the, and the, the invisible force that's blowing and, and, and causing the universe to expand forever. Don't ever think for one minute it's going to blow up and then blow up or collapse. You've got to be stupid. You'll be denying the person that's the, the invisible being that's keeping all of this alive and changing forms. Billions and billions and billions and billions of living things that die and the new, new, new trees, new plants, new suns. Do you understand? Planets. Something is breathing. And giving you en giving energy to all of this, and it man manifests in materiality. We but thee, there's only one creature that does not should not accept that kind of external breathing, only for a period of time, and for a test. It's called a human being. The trouble is when you come into the world, you inherit. Adam and Eve. Now, in other words, in the beginning, there was nothing. Listen carefully. 
in the beginning. Now, assume that in the beginning, if there was a beginning, and it's hard to say because it's always been the way it's always been, so we really don't know, but assuming that the Bible is correct, it says, in the beginning, there was the void, and darkness was on the faiths of the deep. Correct? In other words, what is nothing? What is absolute nothing? You can't describe it, can you? But there is such a thing, and the people of the Bible understood that. In the beginning, there was the void. And you cannot have a void. If you don't have a void, you cannot have a universe. Oh, you'll say to yourself, I get it. I'll say it again. If you don't, if you have, don't have a void, if you do not have a void, if it, the universe didn't have... No, you can't say universe because it's, it's already begun. So uh, all I can say, to be accurate, is in the beginning... There was absolutely nothing, no warmth, all infinitely cold. Now we'll come back in a minute. How is it so far? You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Well, uh, while, I, while I have a little break here, we appreciate I have going to be sharing with you every night as long as I live um, to discuss with you, to get you to see there's a God. And the God has the, is, is the beginning. But the God, listen carefully, if there wasn't such a thing as a void, you couldn't have a universe. I will discuss this in a minute. I'm, all, I'm a philosophical person, but I'm also scientific, way ahead of them. I'm not talking about the trinkets you make. I'm talking about what's more important than trinkets. I'm talking about the love of him for us. Because there has to be a force. Because if you're going to have a universe that expands, you have to have somebody blowing into it. You can't have a balloon that will blow itself up. That's the void. And when you breathe into the balloon, it you have to keep blowing. And you have to keep it blowing in, for it to be anything, in a manner of speaking, of course. In the beginning there was a void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And now, here it comes. Here it comes, and, you, and what I'm about to tell you is something I can get you to see if you're willing to see it. It's all about emotion, but I'll come to that in just a minute. And so, in the beginning, there was a void. Now, that is genius. The person who wrote that had insights, he had intuition. It's clear. And then he said, in the beginning was a void and darkness on the face of the deep. Now, here it is. 
unless you have infinite nothing, you cannot expand into anything. Endless. The void is endless. That's good. And then God said, let there be light. Wow. Now, that, that light is not a star. Science knows it exists. It's called a singularity. And it stands absolutely still. It does not move. Everything moves around it. But you have to have... Look, I want to just give you a quickie. You're stopping at a traffic light, all right? And uh, you're waiting for the light to change. All of a sudden, you feel yourself going backwards, and you put your foot on the, on the, on the, the pedal to stop it. And guess what? You're not going backwards at all. It's the person next to you going forward. It's called relativity. You have to have an infinite, something that's infinitely still to create to everything that moves and has its being. See? And so, but where did that come from? Where did the infinitely hot, which they call a singularity, continuously radiate into the void forever? And what's that heat, the infinitely hot, flows into the cold void. But the void is valuable because it pulls, it pulls, and, it, and, and the, the singularity, it sucks up, it sucks up the energy. And, it, and it, what, what, here it is, it's very hard to say something, but it, it's, like a, it's like a polarity. You have one pole flowing into what the other pole it becomes a pole. It becomes a, like a battery. It has a flowing from one thing into the nothing forever. That's called gravity. Now you ask yourself a question, how does it make the universe? I'm not going to go into that yet, but it does. Gravity is flowing from the infinitely hot into the infinitely cold. And gravity needs infinitely. But the word infinitely means it, if you stop it, if you stop it anywhere, you can't be, you, 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 you've, you've stopped it. How can I say it? You can only take a balloon and blow it and blow it and blow it and then there's, you can't blow anymore. And that's all there is. No, gravity flows forever. But the infinitely hot lasts forever. That's flowing. And that's the beginning of the universe. A flow, one thing flows to the other. One, you see how that is? It's like the, like the, 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 like a battery. It has two. One flows, the energy flows from one point to another and makes things happen. It's called electricity. Electromagnetism. Gravity, electromagnetism. Okay, now, I've given you a little bit of science. However, where does the infinite heart come from? 
if if everything is the void, where is the infinite heart singularity appear? And and the magic is it it's still as hot as it was when it it says let there be light. It's still the same. It's 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 feeding the universe. It keeps feeding the universe, and the universe is growing. It has to grow, because if it stops growing, everything collapses. In other words, there's forces. There's a force coming into the universe, out of which the universe is made. Got that? Where did that come from? All the things that you see in this universe are material. But what created is, is not material. And all the animals and the creatures and the snails and the, 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 the bees and the fleas, they don't understand this. And so he, God made, the, but all this is he wants children. God wants children. It had to begin with Adam and Eve. And he knew damn well excuse the expression, that he will fail. Because there is a dark force. There's a, there are forces before, and, and no one knows, I can't, I can't say enough, where did the infinitely hot thing appear from? What dimension is there other than the void? There's something beyond the void. Now I come back to me, if you don't mind. I recognize that there's a force and that there's a materiality and I cannot see beyond it, okay? But it is, we know there's something beyond it. What can be beyond the void? What can be beyond it? The void is the void. Where it, there must be some, another realm. And then there's a dark realm. The dark realm exists when the universe starts to create, be created and and he created man. And there must have been some kind of fiddling going on in, in where God is, where the f evil force falls into the universe or the, the realm in, Amer in we call the, our world, into that place. And it's the here, in the darkness, of, in, the darkness in, in this world, there is a darkness. In other words, there's another side. There's another side of a realm, dark. And there's the, then there's the original one that's bright and creates things. And the other things, the other things, the forces that eventually, maybe you can call them angels if you want, they fell to this earth. And they can't function without having a body. You see that? You can't function without. And so, um, Eve, she was further from the instructions to Adam. He said, of all the trees you may, may eat, but not that one. And if you don't, if you don't, I don't, if you do as I say, I'll give you eternal life. And out of her, him comes Eve, 
in that order. And that order, he fell to that order. He fell to it. And he, he entered the world. I wish I wouldn't have to say this because it spoils the thing I'm trying to say, but I have to include it. Because Adam, God knew in his heart, if he made a billion of them, they'd make the same mistakes. So he only made one, knowing full well. Don't you understand? He knew that. And he said, don't do it. And there's a force. And, and the, the, the woman, Eve, was further away. He got the instructions. She didn't. It's his. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just playing with the microphone. Can you, hear, can you hear me now again? Sorry. And I'll continue. And so what's happened is, is, is that Eve, having seduced Adam, made him subject to her. For all the, the world to come into that existence, we all come into the world through a woman, through the failing of a man. Okay, can you see that every suffering on earth comes not because of the woman, but the failing of the man to say, put down the fruit kind of thing? Do you understand that? All the misery, all the suffering is man born of woman. A man born of woman is, is lacking something. The man born of woman it's not like the first person who lost his way. And therefore, if it's upside down, the relationship now becomes upside down. Instead of God, man, woman, children, beautiful. No. It got, it's because you've done this thing. Because you have done this thing. Therefore shall man... This is what one of the things he said. He'll leave his mother and, and join and become part of the man. I didn't say it correctly. Because, because you've done this thing, you shall, you, the man shall join himself to the woman and become one flesh. It's bass backwards. And you will see clearly that 99 and nine-tenths percent of marriages fail or they, they, there's nothing else but anger and frustration and pretense and fake love. And this is what the dark darkness exploits because we're not pure. We, what, what, what men need to become, what men need to come, men, and of course you don't send a, a, a woman to do a man's job. So therefore, he created, uh, he created Jesus, and to to make to make a person, all of us realize, there's an order that must be found. And he said many times, 
He said it many times, of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me, he speaks to me. He doth speak to me. And that is something brand new. A human being, born of woman, see, but it didn't have a man. And they needed man. It was the nature of God. In other words, God was in the woman and produced a man. There was a man. And that made him different. And and the Jewish people the Jewish people in those days, half of them, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the Pharisees believed that was a uh, there was uh, Jesus coming to save the world. How do you save the world? Is to turn it back like it should have been, when Adam. But man born of woman doesn't have that. He's missing something, but he and he looks for that something from the woman, and that he it draws the darkness up through her, and and causes her consternation and unhappiness with her husband and troubles and wars. Don't go away. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. All right, do you see what I'm saying? The world is created out of, it came into existence. And I, I made a point that what made that, what created the infinitely hot singularity, where did that come from? There's another, there's another realm beyond the void. There's another realm before the void. And then there's the then we have the universe, and some of us die in the universe, and when we die in the universe without without finding salvation, you live somehow in another dark dimension in this world somehow, because that's how you become penetrated, you come into the world, because the world got into into through Eve into Adam. And every Adam that's ever born is missing something. But he doesn't understand what the missing is. He looks to the woman to give him love. And, and beyond that, that love is the dark force. And that is what causes the mischievous, this mischievousness of war and suffering, which can never be overcome unless you understand what I'm saying. I'm saying to you, if you look at a child, he has no emotion. He doesn't. He, if, you, if you could find, if you have a child, if you are a noble person, and you, if you are, which is rare, you, are, you all think you, everybody thinks they're right even when they're wrong. So even those who think they're right are not right. 
even though they think they're good, but they're not good. It's not a pure good. It's only a behavioral good. What's needed is what Adam lost. That's what's needed. And that's what Jesus comes to bring us that. We're all suffering now. Medicine can't do it. Psychiatry can't do it. All you do is live longer, 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 longer. Sounds like a, some piece of music from some strange place. But still, I'm saying that I'm aware that there is a dimension. And I can experience that dimension by being understanding what Jesus represents. And there was there's an energy in him that is not of the world. Of the world is what I just said. Of the world, you, you, you are the extension of many, 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 many generations of every race and color and creed, just with different languages, but the same cruel cruelty and fake goodness. And that fake goodness is the best you've got. What you need is neither of those. The knowledge of good is evil. And the knowledge of evil is evil. So what the heaven is missing? It's your creator. You're looking to the world for love. Damned if you get it. Damned if you don't. And then you, in your unhappiness, you yield yourself to someone who looks like they love you and gives you a sense of worthless worth. And that's what it is. You become a slave. And that's called appeasement. And so how many millions and millions of people are appeasers? And what, what keeps the appeaser going? Uh, and what the, the, the appeaser do is embolden the enemy. And it repeats itself over and over again until you have to fight the enemy. You have to fight the, that which you, you've given the power. You give your power to the appeaser. And he becomes your friend and you join him. And you do unto others what was done unto you. Or, or else you appease. And you, you think you're having peace when you appease. No, you're giving the power. You are giving the power to the bully. And I can see it. All you cowards. And you guess who, who I'm talking about. Obama. He understood that. He's a Marxist. He understood it. He understood to love what is not lovable. He, he, he appeased people, and they gave him power. Hitler did it a different way. We'll, we'll leave that one alone for, for right now. There is an evil, and there was an evil in Obama, and I saw it. And He wasn't helping you. He was helping himself to you. He will make sure you go out of business and you lose your job. And he kindly gives you, you know, he gives you 
you know, on welfare. And that, that's, and, that, and you never get out of it because it keeps continuing until there's only a few people left who are working. And they become slaves sooner or later and rebel in this war. We ha almost were having a civil war right on our doorstep. Not only we have a civil war on our doorstep, but the whole world around us is just watching us, waiting for us to fight each other. And then they'll come in, and it will. we'll be fighting a war, not only a civil war, but a war as well on top of it. Inside, outside, we haven't got a chance of a snowflake in heaven, you see. And so here I'm saying, what you've got when you come into the world, if you have... If you're a good, good mother and if you're halfway decent and you let this little kid play with things and watch how he goes and, 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 and perhaps let him do some work, little things, and pay him a quarter and let him save up for something if you want something and to encourage him to be independent and so that the quarter he has, he will save for, and with another quarter he gets for working. And these little things like that make him independent. No, that's one way of destroying a kid, and there are other ways by sending him to schools. And this is far forward, of course. But what I'm coming to now is this, and this is very important. So what I'm saying is there's an... There's a realm. There's a realm. There's, there's an, there's, in the beginning, there was a void. All right, let me start again. What can be beyond a void? You cannot possibly grasp it. But it has to be so that there's something beyond the void, which is necessary, absolutely necessary for gravity. So therefore, in a manner of speaking, the void is a fundamental to gravity. The nothing, the absolute nothing, is necessary for something. And it has to be forever which the void is, if you didn't have that, gravity would stop dead. It has to flow. But what keeps it flowing? What keeps it flowing? Where is it? I'm sitting here, and something is talking to me. I didn't mean to talk to you this way. Roughly, I spoke to my wife, and she saw it. And I thought to myself, maybe I can talk this evening about this. And apparently it's coming out because I'm not, I'm not, it's not myself. As Jesus says of myself, I can do nothing. I want you to understand of yourself, you cannot have life. You can only have life. Now, 
we're not talking about animals. Animals live and die and kill each other and eat each other and evolve in different ways, all kinds of different. There's millions and millions and millions of creatures that have ceases to exist and millions and billions and billions of newer ones. It never stops. He's a creator. He never stops creating. But there's one thing he wants, only one thing he wants, and he knows how to do it, but it has to be a voluntary thing. And so we're born in sin, and the first men turned it around. He listened to his woman, and up popped the devil. And the relationship with, with the beginner, the creator, was, was sacrificed. And up through the woman comes man. For every instance. So we talk about man born of woman. How else would it be? It's upside down. So when you come into the world, the world comes into you, especially beginning with your parents, who are standing in the shoes of their parents, who are standing in the shoes of their parents, and it goes all the way back. Every race and color and creed have the same problems, exactly. Emotion. You're, you're running on an energy that only animals use. And so what you're looking for, really, is the breath of God. What you need to be is living in the world, but not of it. And so, if you're in the world and of it, you look for the world to love you. And all it does is destroy you, demoralize you, degrade you. And in that degradation and sickness and disease, you have people trying to fix you. And yes, you maybe get better, but you live longer, wronger. And if you live longer, wronger, then you need another solution. And when that doesn't work, we may turn to drugs and drug pushes. But the knowledge of good and the knowledge of evil are the same. See, the knowledge of good isn't pure good. It isn't pure. You can have an, imit an imitation of it. But it requires support. The idea of good requires support. It, it needs to, in other words, it needs to, well, it needs to support. And the more you support it, the more confusion you become. The more confused because what the knowledge of good rises and makes you feel good. And you become a slave of what makes you feel good. And you, and you have conflict and commit suicide. Because the, 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 the nicer you are, the more miserable you become. Now, I am talking to you, and I am not talking to you. I can hear my voice speaking, and these words come by themselves. 
I want you to know that when you close your eyes, listen carefully, when you close your eyes, you see little, little sparkles, little movements. When you have, a, for example, another example, when you have a nightmare, there's a light that shines on the nightmare and it's an actor on the stage. You're part of the stage and you're in this realm in your dream and it's, it's a frightening dream. You wake up sweating because you, you, you're being eaten by dogs or chased by demons and you wake up in terrible sweat and you don't know how to stop it. You're afraid to go to sleep anymore. Or you go to sleep in, in a way that keeps you asleep so you don't have to see it anymore. Or you make excuses. In other words, you grow more unhealthy no matter what happens. You live longer, longer. And the longer you live, the sicker you become. You're better off dead earlier than the horror of what comes after that. And so we have two groups of people, one who think they're good, and that's better than those who are evil. But the fact that you're not pure, you don't have purity to protect you. Now let me say this. You have emotion, but you have the emotion that you've inherited. In other words, you, you're, you're part man and part beast. And in conflict, you're a human. In you're an animal in conflict with your human. And what makes you inhuman is emotion. The little children do not have emotion. They only have emotion when they get upset, or they get spoiled. They have an energy. Mothers keep saying, "How does this little kid run around all day long? He hardly eat anything." And everybody sees this. There's an energy in this kid. Are you following me? He doesn't have emotion. And when he gets emotion, everything changes. He's lost his intuition. He's lost the light. Yeah, program number is 9001. 9001. I'll try to, in the next 10 minutes, to close the, to make the point. So, what you've got is emotion from the world inherited. And human beings are made worse by using emotion to fight back with emotion, to feel good with emotion, because the good feeling is just as bad as the bad feeling is coming from the world and not from who created the world. I'm speaking to you from what created the world. I, I see my thoughts. I can see your mistakes. I can see what you're about to do to me. And you can't do anything because I have no emotion. But what is replacing it? I don't know. There's a power but the power is not mine. 
you have a power and you, you use this power to have your way, to make yourself feel better. It's only a feeling. It's not real. You have to have more and more feelings to feel better. And the more, the more you get better, the worse you become because you're not getting better. You're just wearing yourself out or wearing somebody else out or doing unto others what was done to you to get back what you lost to the other person that took you away, that made you a slave so you can turn around and make somebody else a slave and do unto others what was done unto you rather than do unto others you would have them do unto you. See, I have lived a life, a whole life with very few mistakes in it which taught me something. I realize emotion must go away. What replaces it? Well, the love of God. You can't love anybody. You lost it a long time ago when you hated your parents. That's why you need to forgive your parents for they know not what they do. That's one of the things you have to understand. They unconsciously took away your life. Their love is not real. They're addicted to your love. And that one child gets codependent, the other one runs like hell away from his parents. And all hell breaks loose and it continues the ad, ad absolutum. I think I got the words right, roughly. And so I have no emotion. If you have an emotion, you're part man, part monkey. Monkeys have emotions as they swing from tree to tree. But there's got to be a, a bit. A, a, we have the privilege of understanding the beginning. And the Bible is correct. What we need is a savior, one that represents what Adam lost. And he, of course, is born of woman. But when he, as he comes out of her, there's a shining in him like no other man ever had. He becomes the example, and all you have to do is, wow. When that man, Jesus, came into existence, he was subject to his creator. He says, of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me, he does it through me. And and there's a special light, a special energy that cannot be explained. But it comes from the realm I talked to you about in the beginning when I said, let there be light. Where did that come from? How did it stay the same forever? Flowing, creating more energy. Do you see that? And the energy is gravity. It's the beginning. It's a, it is a flowing. It's not the world yet, but it's the, it is the, the beginning. Flowing from one polarity to another, 
It's called electromagnetism. That's that's the third fundamental. The first one is void. The second one is momentum, gravity flowing into the void. And the void is also fundamental to gravity. In other words, the most important thing in the world is nothing. And God makes something out of nothing and uses nothing to become something. And and now I'm something. I'm made of flesh and blood. But in my heart, I can see him. I can sense that I'm not in this world. My body is in this world, but my soul is not. And therefore, I have been able somehow Express, expressive to Jesus because I'm Jewish and appreciate him. I had an attraction to him almost immediately, a long time ago. I saw that he was coming from another dimension and he didn't have the emotions that we had. You couldn't get to him. He had another energy that took its place. But I cannot tell you what that energy is because I don't feel anything. But then you say, How could you know you're alive if you can't feel something? I'm alive because I can't feel something. I don't want to feel something. I don't want to feel like I'm alive when I'm dead. Don't you understand when you feel like alive, you're actually dying? And the more you get, the more you want? It's a drug. It's the beginning of being drugged. Are you following me? I know he is in me. And Jesus is in him. And him in me. And me, please God, in you. Can you see where I'm coming from? It's not me. It's love. But it isn't me. So don't tell me how wonderful I am. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm very happy to have his love, which is the energy you cannot conquer. America, wake up. Wake up from your trance. I love you, but it's not my love. It's him in me, in me, in you and you and your children. I'm almost 90 on that weight. I'm 90. I want to do this till I'm 100, if I can get that limb. Would you support my program? Would you support it? Because when I leave this earth, and if I, I'm, I'm slated to, to be gone sometime, but I'm not going to be in the same world. There's another realm the realm that said, that let there be light. The world that said, please support the program. Post Office Box 1000, France Pass, Oregon, 97528.